Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. January 18th, 2021, That Girl is Poison. Welcome to the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Matt Morgan and Justin Labar. Here to talk about tonight, Alexa Bliss and her win over Asuka in the main event of the show. We got Randy Orton uh, sporting a new look. We got WrestleMania news uh, on a Raw that certainly had its valleys along with its peaks. We're here to talk about it all tonight. Justin, welcome back to the show. I feel like it's been a while since I've seen you. The Three Stooges are back. I love, I love, I love this lineup. <laughs> Absolutely. This will be good. times. <laughs> And uh, Matt and I are pulling double duty. We'll tell you about later in the show. But uh, our uh, after show is uh, finally doing a little test run tonight. So we're going to have details about how you can tune in and listen to that live and participate. We'll talk yes. about that a little later in the show. What uh, does your mug say? Oh, it says, uh, no, my first name ain't baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you know what, what that's in that? reference to? No, I, uh, no my first, hang on. I feel like it's like a song lyric. It is a song lyric, although this has, this has a twist on side two, based on a deep cut. First name ain't baby. It's Janet. Janet privacy control. Oh, oh shit! I should have known right. that. Yeah, yeah. myself. Because in the song, she says, "My middle name is privacy. My last name is control." And so my wife, we're watching the video. My wife said her name's Janet privacy control. So I had this mug made for my wife for Christmas, and I had a few of them made. Solid inside jokes. Uh, so that entertaining than the humor we saw on Monday Night Raw tonight. Oh my God, was that David Crumholtz? Did we confirm that, Justin? Nobody's confirmed it. That sure as hell looked like. I always refer to him as a Bernard from the Santa Claus or the weird kid that uh, Wednesday Adams falls in love. Oh, with. he was so good in Adams Family Values. He was so good in Life with Mikey, uh, Jackson Callen saying four ninety nine Jesus Bernard in a WWE ring. Who'd have seen that coming? If I were him, I'd deny it. I'd be like, I'm in Japan quarantining. There's no way I could have been there tonight. Like I would really go out of my way to uh, deny. I'm 85% sure that was him, and I have no room to talk because I'm trying to pull back some LBs and I'm on a diet right now. Sure. I did not realize that he had uh, put on some pounds himself since the last time I saw him. He gained a lot of weight for a role on an HBO okay. show like two okay. years ago. So, and I think he lost most of it, but clearly not all. Okay. But, you know, see, I'm not one to body shape. See, I didn't gain a lot of pounds for a role, <laughs> I just gained some pounds. So, if he so did it for a money gig. <clears throat> hey, listen. Completely U-turn here real quick. I got to give a shout out, guys, from Twitter, Irish Wrestling Entertainment. Yeah, They make the funniest memes that every Monday Night Raw podcaster is going through by having to watch tonight's by every weekly Monday Night of Raw and what that feeling feels like right before the show starts. It's hilarious. <laughs> I encourage you all to check them out, Irish Wrestling oh, yes, Entertainment. Their memes are hilarious and spot on. <laughs> yes. Tonight's uh, uh, Smithers from The Simpsons. No, don't make me watch Raw. I'll wither and die. Uh, <laughs> it was, you know, it was up and down tonight. I liked some of the show. 
They didn't like all of it, but uh, Leanza Duncan, $5, saying, how the hell did they get David Krumholtz for that? Yes, that's him. I watched The Deuce, which is great, by the way. He was on that show. Uh, <laughs> hashtag 10 things I hate about Drew. That's clever. Uh, yeah, The Deuce was what he gained all that weight for. An HBO show I still haven't watched. But Matt, The Deuce is from the creators of The Wire, which Matt and I talked about for like a good 10 minutes after the podcast ended on Friday night. Such an underrated show. Not enough people have seen it. I can't believe I'm saying that, but it's true. When I talk to my friends about it, they're like, that's like an old corny show. What are you talking? I'm like, what? The best no. show. It's a historical show. It's that damn good. That was a good FX show, right? Uh, the Wire, no. The Shield was on FX. Shield. What am I thinking of? Where's the, where was The Wire? HBO? HBO. Yes. HBO. Okay. Dude, you will laugh, but you will cry. You will than- cry. Like, and you'll get angry, and it's, it's so good. So good. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to try and stay on topic tonight to get through this because now we're going to have an yes. after show, as it were, the official name, uh, to uh, get a little more off topic and take questions from the audience. It's going to be pretty cool. Jody Shauna Jenkins, Canadian, $5. Hey, Matt, is it just me or does the last kind of remind you of Billy Jack Haynes, the kind of looking movie? I like that. That's a pretty damn good comparison, actually. Yeah. I didn't see it till you said it. Yes. So Randy Orton tonight wearing an old school Lucha style mask to cover the burns he suffered from the fireball attack by Alexa Good. Bliss last week. Like some of the injury. It. Yeah. I yeah. Like it. Yeah. This was, and this is my theme tonight. They did this edited. Uh, they didn't pull him out there in the, in the ring, even in, into a live promo. He did. This was a pre-tape edited. And yeah, the, 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 the scars and the burns you can kind of see in the Lucha mask. It looks like, you know, Mr. Destroyer. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, this was good. I mean, what he had to say was good. I kind of actually like they are starting to actually make me feel like they actually yeah. knew what they were doing all along. I don't know if they yes. did, but by saying no. like, I lit the fiend on fire. Here's why I didn't do it to Alexa. And now I'm being punished for my comp- Like, it, it actually feels like they're tying it together. And so I was cool with this. Yes, sir. It was a solid opening. It definitely furthers uh, the feud. I think um, there's a lot of directions they can go in this. Uh, they, they can go with this. I mean, I'm curious when Bray comes back, although by the end it seemed like they were pushing almost a possession angle with uh, Alexa at the end of the show tonight. Um, this was cool. It was a good bookend. I think I was the most excited about this and then the last match against Oscar to see what was going to happen. Um, we saw more of Ric Flair and Lacey Evans. Rick helping Lacey uh, defeat Charlotte last week. Uh, Charlotte's reaction to that, uh, which we had before. Um, but tonight she, we got uh, Lacey's uh, words on the situation. Um, Peyton Royce attacked Charlotte before their match started. We went to Charlotte versus Peyton. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, Matt, how's, how's this working out for you? The, uh, the three-way heat here with uh I like, I don't know about Peyton, but I do like Flair with Lacey. I like it. I like that they're giving her a spotlight, right? I I think they're treating her more important, which I've been asking for. Yeah. The the Peyton stuff, I I still not feeling. I think she's incredibly talented. I just, this ain't the right fit for her. I would argue it's not even the right fit necessarily for Lacey. But this is better than what they previously were doing with Lacey. And anytime they're putting Ric Flair into something, obviously means it's serious. They're, they're giving it limelight. I love Lacey Evans. But 
and and it, it, it was kind of a cool point where she comes out and 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 a flare robe and you know, that, you know kind of like you know rubbing it in in Charlotte's face. Here's my problem: is that like Rick has been in the corner of Charlotte's of so many matches for Charlotte. Every interview Rick does, and he does a lot. He makes himself available, and he and he, and he speaks maybe more than he the WWE might, might want him to in, th- in terms of the things he says. He is such a supporter of his daughter, which is great. He's a supporting father. I think he even at one point even said that Charlotte's better than he was in his prime, which whatever. Yes. But he's so supportive of Charlotte. It's kind of almost like the Heyman with Brock thing. Ah, uh, sure. Like, they no, that's to, okay. They I guess it's not my disbelief, though. I'm having a hard time. They need to do more yeah. work to make me emotionally invest and believe in this. Because we will never will. Bro, you never, yeah. you never will. Even if he goes out and says, I hate my daughter's guts. I hope she dies. Yeah. You're not buying None of us are going to buy it. It's his daughter. All so I, could- I think I'm cheating because I like Lacey so much that I'm okaying all of this just because she's being spotlit maybe. Yeah. No, I feel you. I, and because again, you and I, Matt, you and I are both big Lacey fans. And I'm like, yeah. I'm happy she's involved in, in a big program and she's out there with these two other stars, uh, one yeah. a Hall of Famer, one a future Hall of Famer. But it, it's, it's still, it's just like, I have, you guys got to do a better job setting up why Rick would have turned on his daughter. And you got to do a better job for me to truly buy into it to, to, to get it. I, all I can think about, and I've seen memes, talking about memes, all I can think about when I see Rick and Lacey is I've seen people post memes of like Anna Nicole Smith and the old guy that was one foot in the grave that she married. Or I see memes of Hugh Hefner oh, with his, with his, with his that's playboy. That's terrible. That's, that's, that's all I can guy. think about. But that's you all I can think that about. poor guy? Everyone felt so bad for him. Well, not that bad. <laughs> um, what was his name? Oh, I don't remember. Oh, my God. But he was being played. Know, everyone everyone kept this. saying he was being played. I remember. Right? Like, yeah. Okay, but here's my question. Have they confirmed that it's romantic? No. They, they, they're they no. walking a delicate line of, like, make you use your imagination. I, I've got some ideas based on Vince's past. Um, I'm just worried that Vince is going to take this down a road that could bury Lacey forever. Depending on how this turns out. Well, you know what? I was there live in Washington, D.C., in March of 01, when Vince McMahon made Trish Stratus get down to her bra and underwear and bark like a dog, she still went on to be okay. So I'm not going to say it's going to kill Lacey, but I, I do think that, like, I can see that, like, USA might have sent a, a memo to Vince saying, we'd like to see more romance or more controversy. And Vince goes, let's put Ric Flair, you know, the, the, the ultimate playboy, let's let's have him steal away one of the other girls in, in, in the women's locker room. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. If that's true, but that's kind of how I'm starting to feel about this one. I'm just thinking what they did with with Ray and his daughter in that storyline. I could see Vince throwing some terrible old boy old boy style twist at the end of this of Charlotte exposing something. Like I'm very worried. Um, Space Mountain, it never closes. Woo! I don't know, but yes, they're insinuating they're having an affair. But maybe they'll just turn out they're just friends. Who knows? Uh, anyhow, Charlotte, pretty confidently beat uh peyton royce kept that submission going after so i like that they're making charlotte more vicious with this i mean this is more of a of a heel turn yeah that's the other thing i don't know who's the heel who's the face yeah it's true i don't know it's a very confusing storyline poor peyton royce they broke up her and billy k for this for this well, for her to be in this role, right? In a time, in a time where women's tag teams are, are great to have, if you have the depth, and her and, and they were act, like her and Billy Kay were actually like real friends. They like knew each other. Like they had such chemistry. Well, they came up together. I mean, yeah, and they had great comedic timing, great chemistry, great rapport. Um, I don't know. 
it's just unfortunate. Uh, so after that, oh, we had the Hurt Business interacting with Matt Riddle in the back. I, I, I popped when uh, Bobby stomped on his foot. Or when, uh, yeah, Bobby stomped on his foot at the end there. Eh. <laughs> That's it. That's my analysis. Um. So... Well, Justin, I'm sure this was your match of the night. Xavier Woods took on Mace with Retribution out there in the ring with him. Um, yeah. All, <laughs> all I can again, I'm watching this, and and I haven't had to do this raw. You know, I haven't had to watch. I haven't had to watch critically for some weeks now, and I'm watching, and I'm just like, I feel so bad for for these individuals that are behind, that are all in this Retribution deal. You know, I'm sure they're all like good talents that are work, that are trying. They're just they're doing whatever they're asked of. Because you know, okay, I mean, like, can we talk is, about something more important? This, this is just, that. I hope they, don't, they better not waste four Royal Rumble spots on these guys. Well, I think you're wasting minutes of the show talking about this silly shit. But I have much bigger fish to fry, which is why Twitter can't I go in and edit my tweet? And fix a <laughs> grammatical error that is really driving me nuts right now. So I just tried to tweet something real quick. Oh, here, I'll un- do the No holds barred podcast. And I wrote no holds bar, B A R, like it's a freaking bar you go and hang out at. No, the no holds bar. That's got to exist. That's a thing somewhere, right? People if not, asking. I want the rights to it. I just came up with it. But what the hell, man? How come you can't edit your damn posts on Twitter? Welcome to 2021, Matt. We've been asking for an edit feature on Twitter for years. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not big on Twitter. <laughs> I like, well, I like let me know. Let me know if you retweet that, Matt. If you uh, want to f- delete and, and retweet that, I'll... Uh, I retweeted retweet. yours and then made okay. my own. Well, I'll retweet, I'll retweet your one with the typo, and it'll be fine. People know okay. what you meant. They're very understanding. They're very forgiving. Man, you might have stumbled upon something. I mean, I know, I you know, I know you don't drink these days, but I mean, you might have stumbled. We might have a bar to open in Florida called the No Holds Bar. That's a wrestling awesome. themed bar, dude. There's pictures of Zeus everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I admit I was a bit distracted tonight during Raw because I had this uh, million dollar idea last night for snack gum, which is forget sweet gum. I want gum that's savory. I want like sour cream and onion and Cool Ranch gum and barbecue what? gum. Yeah, so this idea I've got, because Matt, you chew gum because it's got less calories when you don't want to yeah, eat something, but you get tired true. of like, oh, fruit, mint, you know, like, well, why don't we have some different food flavored gums that we can just get the sensation of eating without actually having the calories? This totally sounds like you ripped off Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. There has to be that gum already on that movie somewhere. I was looking for savory gum tonight. I was like Googling savory gum. Was that a gag in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? I haven't seen that in like 30 years. Oh, such a good movie. Um, it has to be. He made like these weird candies that tasted all crazy. It was the like, everlasting gobstopper. You can chew I remember it, that. It never gets smaller. Slugworth yep. wanted the recipe. Slugworth! Great job, Justin. <laughs> By the way, shout out to Darla. No holds la bar. It's oh, good. Darla, don't encourage. Listen. <laughs> but no, I want Cool Ranch gum. Nacho cheese oh. gum. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's gonna. It's gonna Love the Doritos, on. but why with the gum is it throwing me off so much? I like the flavor of it, the chips. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But you sometimes you you just want the act. It's it's the boredom eating. So I mean, I haven't made a huge deal about this, but I'm I'm down uh, like ten pounds since uh, New Year's, and uh, I've been big on the meal schedule and counting my calories and paying attention to things. But I find that the like the boredom eating when I'm just sitting around, I just want to be 
just doing something, you know, just have the actions. So I've been chewing a lot of like Orbit gum, uh, yeah. but I got to get something to change that up. I got uh, some Bomba, the peanut snacks from Israel that are like cheese puffs with peanut dust that are low carbs. I just need something just to sort of munch on and just uh, distract myself. So I'm just going to straight up tell you guys, yeah. if something tastes amazing, it ain't helping you. He's he's not wrong, Matt. Or yeah. Glenn, he's not wrong. Like I'm great job on that. Since New Year's, I'm down eight, and I have not had Good job guys. I've not Both had a I've not had a drink of soda. I am on pre-planned meals. I am working yeah. out. Wife and I are working out every morning. Something I do for like just putting in my mouth to like whatever and spit is I will do sunflower seeds. <laughs> yeah. Huh? No, oh, I got you there. You're on the delay. Oh. <laughs> I'm not editing this podcast tonight, Matt. We have to do an no, after. No, do show. not edit that. That was after. well put in. That, there, that was a good time. I, I've ate more. I've ate more green. I've had more green things in my mouth than I care to ever. You know, I've had hey. more. Yeah, yeah. Come on, dude. She's giving me an around the back Leia, no Leia, oop Leia. for me to dunk right now, Glenn. Leia can't do this to me. But no, I agree. Pumpkin seeds are good. Uh, but no, you know, the way I've done it is uh, we sign up for two meal service, two meal kit services, one for lunch and one for dinner, but it's pre-made food. So we've got daily harvest, which is all vegetable and fruit based. We do those bowls for lunch and then we got fresh and lean for dinner, which is like pre-made pre-portioned meals, which are very tasty. It's like 400 calories. But the great thing is you eat one and then you're done. There's no more. When I cook for myself, I can make a low calorie, but if it tastes good, I want to eat more of it, yep. you know? We, we, we do Bistro MD. My wife's allergic to gluten. She was one of the first 10,000 people ever diagnosed as a celiac in the 80s. So wow. we do a gluten-free Bistro MD. Great prepared foods that get sent to us. It's good stuff. It tastes good. Like I said, I'm just going, oh. I'm, I'm digging deeper in the vegetable garden than I ever have. Dude, Daily Harvest, it's expensive. And if anyone wants a referral code, hit me up on Twitter. I'll give you my referral code for that. But um, it's expensive, but it's just 100% plant-based. And it's very tasty. It's very good. Listen, if you guys want to cheat, it's 2 a.m. I'm telling you right now, take a eat a cucumber, mm -hmm. but dip it in, uh, um, what do you call it? Not in the normal salad dressing, but uh, vinegar. Yeah. Not vinaigrette, vinegar. Mm -hmm. um, I swear to God, it'll make you feel full, and you'll feel like you cheated on your diet, even though you really didn't because yeah. of the salty flavor taste of the vinegar. It's good stuff, though. That's what bodybuilders usually cheat on. And they also... They, why you, they tell you not to do gum is because gum, believes it or not, creates air pockets in your yeah. abdomen. Like it's crazy because that was my weakness when I'd get ready for stage uh, bodybuilding shows. I would go the orbit route like you're talking about. Yeah. But I'd also go the little squares. What are those little squares called? Which ones? That you just chew on and they become gum. Um, oh, um, uh, not chiclets, but um, – Ice something such. You know what I'm talking about. They're called yeah, cubes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're so good. Oh my god, that was my weakness. But um, even that, the sugar alcohols in there. No, I get it. Retain water. So just yeah, like, and I got smart sweets. We've got a lot of different things snack wise. But here's what I decided I'm going to do. I actually decided tonight we were talking about it. I'm going to just focus on eating three meals a day that are like 500 calories each because I would rather have that third 500 calorie meal than 500 calories of snack of snack food. You know what I mean? Because I, I can do a thousand calories throughout the day through lunch and dinner. I'm not a big breakfast guy. Um, I could do that, but then I am burning that 500 calories with snacks. That's what I need to stop doing. It's better to just eat fruits and vegetables. Are you comfortable? Are you comfortable? Um, can you, uh, with, the, with the virus and everything, are you comfortable getting out of your house and walking for 20 minutes around your block or not? I walk. So I mix it up. I'm trying to do a mix of yoga, of DDPY, 
of walking and then uh, virtual reality with, uh, they have a couple different fitness apps that do lunges and uh, arm exercises. So, 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 yeah. so, so the re I'm not saying to replace anything, yeah. but if you wake up and you do fasted cardio, yeah. it is the fastest way to make your body think it's taking in a fat burner, honest mm -hmm. to God. And it, it spikes and jump starts your metabolism. All you have to do is for 20 minutes, everybody watching this, as long as you're okay with yeah. your doctor, walk at a brisk pace 20 minutes and i swear to god you'll notice it by day two you'll yeah. feel your metabolism spike you'll feel yourself getting hungry and everything you take in now because you did it fasted your body's pulling it in and because it has nothing to take in as far as the food goes because you didn't give yourself anything to eat first it starts eating at the fat first yep. yeah that's why it works so well no, no i remember that, I, that, that, that makes total sense because my wife and I, we finish eating at 630. We get up in the morning, haven't had anything to eat, and we do 20, 25 minutes of, of workout with, with weighted dumbbells, and like I can, wow. it's already made a difference. That's really going to – wait till you see even more. You're gonna, that's really yeah. going to pay off, bro. Uh, so Mace won that match. Uh, we'll talk about the WrestleMania news in a moment, but Antoine Fair, $10, saying, hey, guys, hope all is healthy and well. I have an idea. If Mania is a two-night event again, what do you think of a King of the Ring tournament split into both nights to make King of the Ring a big deal? Um, I'm okay with that. Is Mania – it's going to be two nights, Justin, this, this year? This year it is, yeah. yeah look, I, King of the Ring is something we've all wanted to have back, but I say this. Vince – I mean, it discontinued as a pay-per-view, uh, you know, like 17 years ago. Vince obviously has something in his mind he's made up that it is not tournaments are not what he wants a pay-per-view to be around. I don't know what it is. I, I don't know. Maybe Matt knows, but I, I just settled. King of the Ring is always, it used to be that little like random spike and like, oh, let's do a few weeks of Raw for it to crown yeah. Wade Barrett as King Barrett. But right. Vince, has, Vince has made it that it is not pay-per-view worthy for whatever reason. Well, what he what he does think is pay-per-view worthy is very questionable at best. Sometimes, so. <laughs> yeah. I don't disagree. Yeah. Uh, but no, you know, we, we should uh, we'll talk about that WrestleMania news, Justin. But first, I just want to give a plug. So, Matt, we're going to talk about diet more on the after show tonight. I think that's a good yes. topic to cover with people's questions. I made a bit.ly link, so you need to download this app stereo, but please do it through our link. Go to bit.ly uh, slash after show 118. That's for 118 today's date bit.ly slash after show 118 uh, or you can just click the link in my tweet or matt morgan suite sign up for the stereo app now and what's cool about this app is you can send us an audio message while we're doing our conversation matt and i we can play your messages on the air we can answer your questions um, and you guys are going to have a much greater role in this after show we've wanted to do something like this for a long time uh stereo is coming on as a sponsor of this podcast starting next week and as part of the deal we said you know what this is the best platform we think to do this after show experience uh bit.ly slash after show 118 go there download the app now it's for android and ios create an account and uh be sure to uh subscribe follow me and matt you'll get notified when we go live after this ends here on youtube um and the podcast goes out and the cool thing is if you're listening to this podcast later on demand you can actually go to that link and listen to the after show so if you miss it live tonight and you can't participate, you can go and listen anytime, just like you would a podcast, and check it out archived. Uh, Jason McKay, $10, saying there's a poor old lady out there missing her drawers because Randy wants to wear them on his face. Talking Jeez. about the mask. I thought, I thought Matt's... Uh, mask. Eh, you know. I give him credit. I give him credit, Jason. You paid money to put it out there. And, uh, <laughs> hey, you paid 10 bucks, but it doesn't mean I have to laugh at it. 
<laughs> yeah, Rob would be acting like it was the funniest thing ever. Uh, I am Air, two dollars saying I'm sure we have one to two taverns in Wisconsin named the No No Holds Bar. <laughs> and uh, Sean three two 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 dollars saying the Blue Chew Cool Ranch Doritos flavor. <laughs> There you go. Everything Cool Ranch was everywhere. Cool Ranch, Nacho yeah. Cheese won the war, but Cool Ranch like won quite a few battles there as the dominant flavor in the early 90s. I remember really thinking it was a big deal to make the change when I had cool. the opportunity. Because, okay, so I'm the youngest of five boys, so I never got to go to the grocery store with my mom and make the call on what the snacks she would buy were. Right? We took what we got, and that's how it was. Until... My oldest brother started being able to somehow get all this power and get to get like a few snacks, right? So um, he went with, uh, um, you know, normal nacho cheese like everybody else did. And then I, I remember when I got to the age where my mom let me do it, make the pick, right, at the grocery store that uh, I wanted to go with Cool Ranch. And I remember being like, this is like a really big commitment I'm making. I remember really <laughs> thinking this. Like that's how crazy it was when this first came out. This was a really big deal. When Cool Ranch came out, it was huge. You're the youngest of five boys. Wow. Oh yeah, six of us. Good lord. Uh, Calculon. No, wonder you, no wonder you can scrap. You, you, you. Yeah. <laughs> lord, man. That, Dude, uh, you see this nose? None of this is from wrestling. It's from that. Their ass is yeah. kicking me. Are, me are you? Are is, 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 is are any of them as tall as you or taller? Six eight, six nine, six six, six four. Man, that's a family reunion. I wouldn't want to bust. But I, I'm the, yeah, I'm the biggest, but I wasn't. Always. <laughs> um, on Book Ninety Nine. This is more exciting than tonight's Raw. There you go. There you have it. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about the WrestleMania news. Which uh, Matt, what did you think of the WrestleMania skit tonight with Triple H and Stephanie, John Cena, Sasha Banks, and Roman Reigns? I will just go on record by saying Sasha Banks is a hell of an actor, actress. Yeah. You know right? that if you watched The Mandalorian, if you weren't telling your filthy lies. I would lies. have, but I lied. I know. I lied. I lied. I know. But listen, she was really good in that, I thought. Um, the rest of them, not, not, it's not their fault. They, were, they had to do it. It was stupid. Hunter and Stephanie probably was corny as hell. It, it was very Anchorman vibes. I, I've heard from people that worked on this product, there's, there's some great outtakes, which hopefully they make public somehow in a youtube video I or give, something but real quick at the same time i want to give like someone like stephanie credit for going all out like that and going i'm yeah. sorry going all in they did go she especially i thought went more all in than hunter did on it right um, i mean she looked at hunter at one point and did like the tiger growl and I mean, that's you know, exactly it, what i'm getting at yeah. yes yeah like that that's pretty uh yeah out there that was pretty good but like other than that dude i don't know yeah well, well keep in mind for yeah. for those for those who aren't aware um this was not the first time this became public. This the, Raw aired it tonight, but they released this on Friday or Saturday night. Uh, I, I saw it after the AJ Styles uh, documentary, actually, on the network. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they revealed it a couple a couple days ago. So, um, you know, look, this is cool. I mean, this is the, the, here's the news. So, because uh, I've seen people in the chats asking what the news is. I guess they missed it. So, yeah, this year, uh, WrestleMania, it actually got pushed back from what it originally was going to be. Originally this year in 2021, it was supposed to be in L.A. It's not going to happen. They're doing a redo. They're going to put it back in Raymond James Stadium in Tampa the way it should have been in 2020. They pushed it back a week because it's going to be on April 11th and April 12th. It's going to be two nights. So last year was two nights in the Performance Center. God, how terrible that was. They're going to do it in the stadium, and they're going to allow fans. We don't know how many fans, for reference, 
the Tampa Bay Bucks, who play football in that stadium, they allow about 14,000 fans for their game. Oh, wow. So, um, you know, is that what it's going to be? We don't know. We also don't know, are they going to do a la carte each night of ticket, or will you have an option to bundle tickets to where you can make one transaction and have access to both nights? These are all things we don't know. It's all part of what we have to wait to see. And then next year, 2022, they're going to go back to AT&T Stadium in Dallas. And then in 2023, they are finally going to get to that new SoFi Stadium in L.A. where they should have been in 2021. So this is, you know, WWE normally never, actually, this is unprecedented. They've never announced where Manias are going to be this far out. They're getting (coughs) the calendar. It's two nights this year. And and one thing I want to toss out to you guys real quick, I was texting with somebody earlier tonight about this, you know, we were curious about what the prices might be. You know, WB's having to have the stadium two nights. They're, they're mm-hmm. losing out on having a, a capacity crowd. So will they make the prices higher? But also something else to consider. Okay, so you already wonder, are people going to travel out of state into Florida? You know, maybe that affects their job. Maybe that affects their kid's school. Do they have to quarantine? What have you? Here's the other thing. We, we don't think there's going to be inter- any international travel. Hopefully things in April are better in this country. But I don't know if, if you know, if, if our new administration coming in is going to have any real international travel if you've ever been to wrestlemania in the last decade and i've been oh, to yeah. the last 10 international fans easily make up 40 percent of the total audience so without them i'm curious what the demand's going to be are wrestlemania tickets going to sell quickly or are they going to be out there on the black market uh you know, i think so I, I here's why i think so because because of the fact fans have had to wait so long to finally get their wwe again in person Right, mm. and I also make the argument they're only putting in what did you say thirteen to fifteen thousand fans. So yeah. this isn't they're not trying to sell you know hundred thousand tickets at you know they're not AT and T this year for example right they're not trying to fill yeah. that state they're just trying to do what they can here at Raymond James here in Tampa and uh, uh, fifteen thousand that's doable here in America I think of American fans. Oh yeah, and I think I don't think they're gonna really go for it with the prices because I think the demand isn't quite there yet. People aren't nearly right. back to their old habits however i'm predicting this man i think in 2022 2023 we are going to see an unprecedented level of travel once the majority of the population is vaccinated yeah but vaccinated. did you see what's happened with some airlines airlines have like gone i think it's delta i know where they're, they're on purpose cutting what they say 15 percent yeah of, of what they'll allow to travel moving forward which well, is, I, I think is incredibly responsible well, and that's what I'm saying. So I think vacation prices are going to skyrocket. I mean, Disneyland's doing away with their annual passes. I believe Disney World is as well. So I think um, there's going to be unprecedented demand. Many, but they're cutting how many people can travel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's But I'm saying the demand will be there. The demand will come back, even with the safety. So I think vacation prices. So this year, whatever mania is, if you're willing to risk it, and I'm not advising that anyone should, but I think mania this year will be value price to sell those tickets so they can look like it was a win. But I think next year, I think the year after, I think we're going to see prices spike on airfare, hotels, live events, because people are going to try and make back that money. And there's going to be so, more demand. So if I did this, I would wear gloves. Like when the pandemic first hit, dude, I was wearing yeah. gloves and a mask everywhere. Um, everywhere. And, and then I do, anytime I touch something, I take the damn gloves off, put another pair on. Uh, um, I think that's what I would do if I went to Mania. I just, yeah. I know it sounds crazy, but. I'm not touching nothing technically, right? Yeah. Um, and then just try to be as humanly, as careful as humanly possible and take it obviously as serious as you can while at the same time trying to, unless it's oxymoronic, let your mind go a little bit. And, yeah. 
caught yeah. up in some good old wrestling again. Yeah. No, I know. I mean, and still a lot of unknowns. We they, <coughs> they haven't said doing things again. What that's going to do to you know, there's no Hall of Fame last year. They said they're going to push Hall of Fame to this year. We don't know about Hall of Fame, about NXT Takeover. They should just do it online. Yeah, yeah. We, don't, we don't know. Give we us don't, something to watch. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah. We, and we don't know. Uh, so much unknown. We don't know how All the right. is going to go. It's, it's... No Stellar just Lopez, Lopez four ninety nine. Them doing Dallas over LA next year tells me that Taker's going into the Hall of Fame, and I think Vince thinks he can set a new record attendance post uh, COVID. I don't hate that. I don't hate that comment, Justin Lopez. It's pretty damn smart. That's a good yeah. call. No, I agree. Uh, so tonight, Alexa's playground with Oscar yes. as the guest. Um, what'd you think of this? Uh, she stops Oscar from sitting on Bray's uh, swing on the swing set. Yeah. Um, like, Get your ass off. yeah, like this was cool tonight. I like, I like how Oscar's like a little dumbfounded and weirded out by Alexa. Yes, that's why this is great. I, I thought that I, I listen. Everyone crapped on it, uh, um, what was it, a couple weeks ago. As yeah. long as that playground is physically set up, I don't see anything bad about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think you can mess it up. I think it's cool. It's different. And I'm going to keep going down this rabbit hole with her. I, I love what Alexis Bliss is doing. She got crap for the fireball. I'm like, what do you people want? That is the best fireball I have seen in wrestling. Yes, I'm saying that comment. That is the best fireball I have ever seen. And there are some good ones that have been able to do it the proper way, not Ultimate Warrior Hulk Hogan style, but uh, uh, Mid-South Wrestling style that have done it right. Jerry King Waller, for example. Um, but that one that she did versus Randy was awesome. I thought that was really good, and people crapped on it, and I don't know why. Um, and I'm going to keep going down rabbit hole with her. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, I like this. You know, They keep adding to the... You know, playground thing. They added like some green felt to look like grass. They added more colors and more stuff to the swing set. And yeah, I mean, this is I I buy into this entertainment stuff. I know I know on Wednesday nights everything is AEW wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. But I I still buy in and get hooked on this entertainment stuff. And I thought this was really good. And then the fact that the fact they did the segment, and then you know like Oscar disappears from the segment, and they're like they're still trying to tell you come back. These two are going to be in the ring for a match. I was like, all right, this is a little weird. But then when I saw that they positioned it as a main event for the night, I was like, all right, they're going to do something. And they did, which we'll get to. Yeah, they did do something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, this was a good build. I think this was a very good way to build it. Really set the stage for something unpredictable. Uh, Mandy Rose versus Shayna Baszler. Tonight, Shayna Baszler pretty easily getting a win. But then Dana Brooke, after uh, beating up Nia Jax, uh, and they're teasing this uh, uh, tension between Nia and Shayna ahead of the Royal Rumble, which I think is smart. Um, but yeah, what you, what you think of the match and uh, these developments with uh, Nia and Shayna? Justin, Justin. you take it. Yeah. Uh, didn't really care. You know, I mean, like Nia, I mean, you know, Nia and, Sh uh, and Shayna keep having this like odd couple thing where they're constantly looking over each other's shoulder. That's fine. <laughs> they're both alpha females, but I just don't, I just don't really care. I don't. I think Mandy Rose looks good. I think she's been uh, talk about the last two years a very, very much improved talent. So that's cool to see her. But I don't. This is one of those segments where I was very much tuned out. Huh? Yeah. <clears throat> oh, you don't like that, Glenn? You don't like that, eh? I mean, I you think... don't like how dismissive Justin Labar was to the female uh, uh, sex, do you, Glenn? 
Get off I'm joking. I'm putting, I'm putting words in both. I'm putting words in both of their mouths. I think Dana beating up Nia was a very good moment for Dana. And it made sense because of uh, yeah. the way that they've been treated in the recent weeks by Nia and Shayna. I think that they're actually making Dana and Mandy look like, finally, mm-hmm. like a month in, look like they actually can wrestle a match and have a chance yes. against Shayna and Nia. Now, here's my question, though. And this is where I get in trouble, and I admit it on all the podcasts uh, for all that I do here at Wrestling Inc. <sighs> Are we being honest that it isn't too far past the point of no return for them because of how they've been booked previously, especially her, which sucks because you know what I mean. Because we're fans of hers, we want to see her do damn, we want to see her do well and be treated finally the right way. Or sorry, booked the right way. But if this was anybody else. If this was Cesaro, if this was Rude, if this was anybody else, I'd be like, yes, I like those talents, but it's too late. I can't unsee what I've seen for so long with the piss-poor booking of these talents. How do I just forget it happened? So I have to ask that question here. I can't just say because I love her to death as a fan and I want to see good things happen that I can just overlook all that as far as suspending my disbelief and what I saw tonight. No. I think it took too long to get here, Matt. I think this should have happened weeks ago, giving them some dominance. You know, Justin. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm all for this Alexa Bliss Fiend stuff. Is my is tied with the Roman stuff is my favorite stuff. So I'm. I'm yeah, yeah, hell yeah, Justin. Yeah. Uh, David Call four ninety nine says the Barbarians have been buried lately. Oh. What gives? booking this podcast uh mr justin uh labars had better things to do than join us on friday nights <clears throat> or monday nights yeah <laughs> just better things to do all all over the place it's a weird thing you know what I, going into these monday night podcasts is like oh it's three hours but i will say this in contrast to the wednesday night like i know wednesday night's gonna be quicker but it's also especially me that i have to host it is a bitch Trying to watch yeah. two shows. <laughs> it is. Like, I agree. Have... I agree. No, I mean, it, like, I, I went in tonight, like, all right, I got three hours. <clears throat> uh, let's put the coffee on. But I only had to watch. I didn't have to change the channel. It, it, it's a different dynamic. Yeah, that's why That's why I quit Wednesday nights, dude. <laughs> Wednesday nights. I was like, this is way too much work to have to cover two shows and watch two shows. The condensed part makes it worse because you can't do anything else. You can't make dinner while you're trying to watch two wrestling shows. You know, and at least you're on the West Coast. I'm I'm like, I'm it's the, by the time we get done this, I need to be in bed. At least you have West Coast time where you can still do some other things. Uh, yeah, maybe uh, Matt's off there. We'll get to the super chat in a moment. Um, this backstage. Okay. Oh, uh, Matt, uh, DNA of Teenage Morgan fan. Five dollars <clears> saying, Matt, remember you saying you love Balor as the Demon King more. Sadly, Vincent and Summer. He's not a fan of that. So don't expect to see it on the main roster. Okay. Thank okay. you very much for paying to tell me that. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. Raj, thanks you. And uh, he also says Justin's been busy buying suits. He likes suits. Nothing wrong with that. What? I, I mean, I got a strong suit game, but I don't do it. At you got the 11. suit connection, I thought. I don't do yeah. it 11, at 11 o'clock in the evening. Oh, it's true. I'm so confused by that comment and why they just spent money Be- to say that. Because the the, the the guy that does my suits is the guy that does John Cena and all the WWE superstar suits now. David Allen out of Pittsburgh. Cheap plug, David. But I haven't What the hell does that have to do with the guy in the comment just paying money to say something about you buying suits? Because I'm a big suit guy because of that, but I haven't been buying suits on a Monday night, so I don't know what he's talking about. 
And if you want oh Matt Morgan God. to Let's roast you up. for free and tell you your question yeah. is stupid, be sure to join us on the after show. And record your audio message so Matt Morgan can tell you what he really thinks. I don't mean it that okay, fine. Maybe if you've ever wanted to call Matt Morgan's phone and leave a voicemail, here's your <laughs> chance. <laughs> To tell him what he thinks, what you think. Uh, Jackson Counts 499, heading off to bed in a minute because it's quote-unquote mountain time for me. That sounds like a euphemism. Uh, Glenn, LOL, much love and kill it on the As It Were podcast. Thank you, Jackson. You should be joining us, Jackson. He should, he's should. he got to go to sleep, man. It's almost mountain 10 o'clock time. in Arizona. It's 9.52 mountain time. What are you doing? It's oh, 11.52 where I'm at. Me too, Matt. I'm hanging in here with you. I don't. Have I went it. to bed at like quarter to ten once last week. It was beautiful, but then I woke up at four a.m. and couldn't go back. To I was just gonna say. I was about to say. You cats don't get up at four fifteen a.m. Raj needs bed. to give a raise to anybody who's in the East Coast uh, time zone. Yeah. Good luck with that. Uh, so <laughs> Ricochet and AJ Styles tonight. This match was awesome. Oh so, my god! Yes. I think Ricochet should have won though over AJ. <clears throat> What'd you say? Ricochet should have won over AJ tonight, though. But then that's my next question. Is it too late? If he did, would you be like, oh, here it is. It's the push we've all been waiting for for Ricochet, everybody. Yeah. No, I'd say bullshit. They're going to have him lose to freaking Cedric Alexander the following week. Ah, it would have been a reboot in my mind. Like, this would have been I a would reset. Have, okay, we hope, by the way, let's be very clear. I think we love that dude on this show. I know I do, but like, again, it's another example of them. They can't let well enough be alone. Meaning when they get these talents out of NXT, I know this is, I've said this ad nauseum, but throw him into this category as well. Nakamura, Bobby Roode, uh, Samoa Joe, the list goes on. KO even to a degree, I'll argue. Sami Zayn, that just leave him the hell alone. As how they were booked at NXT, just bring them up on the Raw SmackDown. Let them do that. You would have been fine with this kid doing that, I, I think. Um, and guess what else, WWE? People need to win matches. They need to win yeah. matches. And he really needed to win matches. When he first got brought in, it continued to win matches, it continued to win matches, and so on. And he'd be a huge star right now, in my opinion, if they did that. He can't make that happen. And I don't want to hear this bullshit that, well, it's up to the talents to go out there and get a reaction from the fans. And then once they get over with them, that's when they'll be booked. No, 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 no. Part of getting over with them, the fans, WWE, is guess what? They need to get wins as part of that formula. Yeah. No, and this was good tonight. I mean, the, even the interplay they had before, this is what, you know, this, this was the first spot in the Royal Rumble match. So Ricochet losing this is just absurd when it was such a good match justin your great point which which, by the way by the way you mentioned that glenn they are so inconsistent of somebody sits and ponders and thinks hard you know (laughs) i'm gonna declare for the royal rumble i'm gonna declare for a spot where i don't even have to pin anybody i just don't have to get thrown over a a rope (laughs) and i can go to the main event of wrestlemania they have other people who are having to fight matches for it's like it wouldn't you be more concerned about like making the cut of being one of the 30 individuals who gets to be in the Royal Rumble. So that bothers me. Look, yeah, they try to do the little pr- uh, promo and gorilla position, and they bring up 51st Dates, which is a movie that came out 15 freaking years ago. So what kind of reference is that? But I like that it was I, it was very different. The way AJ like acknowledged it was 
I guess, but I, look, and I and and I and Ricochet, and if if, if word gets back to Ricochet, he is an athletic stud, and, and and seeing what he and AJ could do was fun to watch from an athletic. Yes, stud. Uh, he's in good shape, great but, shape. But, but but I go back, and, and and there's controversy over his contract and reports this past week. It turns out he is signed, I think, through like 2024. So he's oh. got he's got. Stability. You know, he's got he's got stability. So good for him in terms of that of getting paid. He can't go anywhere else, but good for him. He's getting paid. But I say this over and over. Can do great things in the ring. Promo. No, he he, he doesn't have that talk his, in the building. He doesn't have that talk in the building thing, which is not his fault. Here's but, why it's not his fault. But that's forever. Going, told, that That's going to keep his ceiling here forever. Glad, OK, but that's not his fault. It, you get more confidence when you get more camera time, when you get the opportunity to get the microphone. That's how I think AJ has done so well. Yeah. You think he was just like, I'm sure he worked on his promo. Don't get me wrong. But a big part of it was the confidence boost. He got in the company, giving him the mic so damn much until go back and watch his early promos. When he got to SmackDown or WWE in general, they were like, they were at TNA. You could see his dramatic improvement since he's a great promo now one of the best actually if you watch aj's promos something people didn't think was possible for him that that was always his weakness they said the same thing about him that everyone's saying about ricochet right now and i lived through it at tna with him so i know it firsthand and it's bullshit it's bullshit because you have to have the opportunity to be able to improve and some people get it some people don't you get confidence though when the company is giving you mic time after mic time after mic time week after week after week if they want him to improve Fine. Have him go to the NXT promo classes. Have him watch himself on video as humanly much as much as humanly possible. Great. But then when TV comes, give him time. And when you do that, he'll start to get more confident. They started to give him like some backstage crappy promos where they were overwriting for him. And you could tell they were making him uncomfortable saying things he wouldn't normally say. And when that happens, and I go back to my stuttering character, there is nothing worse than being forced to say things that you know you don't say. That you yeah. have to nickel and dime the writers every other word. It's like, I really don't talk like this. I don't say these words. Oh, well, that's, you know, you're too, you're too, you're, you're, you're too educated. You're, you're whatever the hell it was, too polished. Like, what the frig is that? Are you kidding me? What an oxymoronic thing to tell somebody, right? But, like, seriously. So, so like, I don't think it's on him. I really don't. I'm not making excuses for him. No, that's fair. Not. That's He's fair. not a good promo right now. You're correct. He's not. But I don't think it's fair to, to give him the full criticism and not this damn writing team for not giving him the same opportunities. Yeah. They did give other smaller guys like AJ, Daniel Bryan, who improved immensely. Daniel Bryan as well is another great example. He wasn't a good promo. He became a great promo, though. Yeah, and it's fair. And just to wrap it up, that's fair. And if he can get the promo down, he's got a great entrance with the smoke. I think his music is a really good like, – I mean, he's got a lot of, a lot of other parts. Looks like a movie it. star to me. Yep. We're right. So if he can get the promo, good for him. And and again, I'm not trying to pick on him. I'm just saying that like right no. now, that's my disconnect from him. As I'm a like, lot of people uh, say it. you're not more people yeah. say it than they don't. Actually, you're right. He seemed best tonight. He seemed very comfortable on the mic. AJ gave him some stuff to play off of. This was yes, good he... tonight. I hope this was finally the turn we've been waiting for uh, in his momentum. Doesn't but matter. Company well, make he, lost match. he lost the match to get into the Royal Rumble. Ricochet should be in the Royal Rumble. That should He's be a, a no-brainer. Yes, yes. 
Uh, Nightmare Knee, $5. Got nothing to say. Just want to donate. Thank you so much. Hey, what up, Nightmare Knee? Hey, Glenn, really quick. He'll still be in the Rumble, I feel. Yeah. They do this all the time. Like, I could have sworn I beat Orlando Jordan to make entry into my Royal Rumble, and then somehow Homeboy was in the Royal (laughs) Rumble with a week left to go. I'm like, what the freak was the point of our match? (laughs) Ricochet will get number 30 somehow. Uh, Right, yeah. And then lose. Uh, $5. WWE Untold Story of AJ Styles. Really good. Love him talking about his journey landing in WWE. Matt, there was one picture of you, uh, Styles facing Kendrick in TNA. One picture of you, Styles facing Kendrick TNA. Huh. I gotta go back and watch it. I watched it last night. I didn't see that. Huh. Is that oh. weird? I mean, do you do you do that? Like, like anytime something comes up about video games in the early 90s when I was in the industry, I'm always a little eagle-eyed with it. I'm like, oh, maybe there's some event that I was at. You could see me or there's something. You know what? But, but do you do that or you just tune it out now and you're just like surprised when you're... Tune it out and surprised and a fan like that yeah. pointed out to me on Twitter or something. Yeah. Cool. Uh, NYC Team and Diva 299 saying, Mast Randy Orton can get it. That's my girl, Issa. That's okay. the best comment of the night. <laughs> and she's good, guys. Look her up. You can find her on social media. Yeah, uh, oh, she's great. I, I know Issa personally. She she has got a great, sassy, fun take on wrestling. So look her up and follow. Oh, I was gonna her. say, is she a wrestler? No, she's not a wrestler. She's just a good, fun pundit. She's from New York City. She's a fun, fun person. I've yeah, follow her. And she's uh, fantastic. Uh, she's in our chat room most weeks, and a uh, very great member of our huh. community as well. Uh, Steve Marcuccielli, four ninety nine. Will Rock versus Roman be a two match series starting in WrestleMania Dallas? You don't bring rock around until you have fans. You don't have enough pipe. Yeah. You don't have enough fake sound to pipe in. You don't waste okay. rock with no audience. Okay, fine. But I still want them at WrestleMania. I know we're not getting them. But... Yeah. Uh, Bigfoot Secret, 499. Quick question. Next year's WrestleMania, will you guys have the podcast live at a location? Last year, I was planning to see you guys in person. Well, not this year, pretty safe to say. But Dallas next year? I mean, hey, if, you know. The last time we were in, the last time Mania was in Dallas, I did one of my best live events. We had Matt Hardy and others at a location that had a great stage, a great bar and restaurant that is across the street from AT&T Stadium. So I hope to get this crew plus Raj and plus some special fun guests. And I I still have a good connection with that bar. I'm hoping that we, I I was thinking that today. Hope we're all back in Dallas. My wife and I were talking about it over the weekend. Like, man, once we are vaccinated, once the majority of the population is vaccinated, like we've got so much travel we want to do. And I think going to Mania and Dallas again would be incredible. Uh, I took my mom this weekend. They dropped our age here in Florida to 65. So I was able to take my mom to get it done. She's already got her second appointment set for her second vaccine. Um, and we're getting a lot of our population down here done with it. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to to having the opportunity, but I know you know we're nowhere near top of the list. We, we're nowhere near it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, David Call, Buck ninety nine, Matt Morgan, no crescendos tonight. Oh, it's coming, David Call. It's got to be in there somewhere. I, I will almost guarantee it. Uh, Justin Lopez, four ninety nine. Ricochet has not been booked on a pay per view since last year's Rumble. Really? What the freak? Really? Ugh. Yeah. Um. That's no, that's weird. Uh, James Zimbiki, five dollars. Hey guys, what is everyone feeling on these new cameras on the entrances? So they're using like eight K cameras now, or something yeah. like that. So they're using. Uh, so it started with Fox. If you're a football fan, Fox has these eight K cameras that they use just for the end zone rover cam. So basically, that means just when somebody gets into the end zone, no other time. 
and they do it and the focus is so hard on the person in the foreground it looks like a video game because everything else is in such a yeah. uh, blurred well now they did it on uh smackdown i, I don't know like, now don't be like i purchased them for raw and so when you watch the entrances you see the the, the talent in such focus and everything else is in such a blur it looks again it looks like virtual reality or a video. It, look, it looks dope and it, it does what it's supposed to do if you're not going to have fans in an arena cool then we don't need to see them on the borders of my tv screen during a wrestler's entrance this puts the um the paramount of importance and in, in detail yeah. right funneled on that talent and i and it makes them look like a bigger star for what it's worth yeah the only thing i noticed they won't uh, they they cut away from the 8K cameras for any pyro, so they must yeah. have seen something about the pyro being out of focus that doesn't get the full effect. They always cut away for the, uh, the pyro, which I actually think because you can't you can't do the the super zoom whatever the hell you want to call. I don't know what the hell it's called, but whatever it does that zooms in the talent, you can't do it with the pyro. Right, it, but, it, but but I actually think it would be an interesting like they I thought for Jeff Hardy when he does this little dance, I thought keep that 8K shot on him. Let me see the pyro out of focus. That might even look cool. Out of but, focus, yeah. But they didn't want to do it. They cut away to their side number seven camera. So because because think about it, pyro costs a lot of dough. Sure. A lot of dough. TNA used to blow 50 grand worth of pyro every TV taping. You guys had every wrestler down to the curtain jerker had pyro in TNA at one point. <laughs> Good. Pyro's a must. Yeah. Uh, so uh, here. Oh, here's my question. Do they have a gorilla position set right now? Because I've noticed so much stuff lately is happening in gorilla position. That can't be like Vince isn't sitting right in the corner of that room. Yes. No, he is. Yes. That's, the, exa- that's the same real, like right off yes. to the left there. Yep. Oh, yes. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yes. Yep. Depending on what side of the hard camera is on in that stadium. Okay. Well, it's the same stadium. So what am I saying? Um, yes, that's legit. Yeah. They just very, they, they will turn off some monitors and some things that are within the gorilla position. Uh, but they, but that's them. But and, that's you know, the setup. That's the table. Yeah, Those yeah. are the monitors. Yep, yep. That's what it looks okay. like when wrestlers walk back there. Essentially, yeah. Yep. Okay, got it. Um, so let's talk about the dirt sheet tonight. Oh, good lord, we actually have to talk about this. Uh, Gilbert, and I'm pretty sure that was David Crumholtz from Numbers and Adam's Great. Family Values as Drew McIntyre. Uh, this was bad. You know what? Like, we, yes. we shouldn't talk about this. This was terrible. This terrible. The worst thing all year on WWE TV. And this kills Drew Mac. This was terrible. This kills Drew. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I I have a weird soft spot because I've known Dwayne Gill since I was a kid. Sure. Personally. So I love seeing the Gilbert thing. But yeah, this was kind of like I here's the only here's the one thing I'll say. So aside from the Gilbert and the fake Drew, I like the synergy of we got Goldberg versus Drew, which everybody's like, "What's is Drew going to lose to Goldberg?" And that we all wondered, why did Miz take that money to the bank from Otis? Why is he holding on to it? Rarely do we get into a new year where somebody has a money to the bank briefcase. Normally, they've already blown it in the calendar year prior. So, hey. I like the synergy of it. Seems like Miz might be doing something at Rumble, or that's the big shtick here. So, I, I like that. But otherwise, yeah, it was just a big comedy. It was bad. Yeah, comedy fail. It was bad all around. The less we talk about it, the better. Uh, Darian Moore, five dollars saying, "What do you think about The Rock producing a cinematic match with him and Roman?" That seems like a way. I mean, I get why it would be safer, be easier, but again, The Rock in a crowd is such money. 
you need to rock with a crowd. You just do. I agree with you, but for what it's worth, later on down the road, Rock versus anybody a cinematic match could be cool. I don't want to see Rock and Roman in a cinematic match. They don't need it. I want to see yeah. them in an actual wrestling ring. Um, so the less we talk about the the Gilberg and uh, David Crumholtz thing, the more time we can talk about Riddle and the Lucha House Party versus the Hurt Business tonight. Which of these do not look <laughs> like the other? Which is fine, right? I mean, it's cool. I just think if suspension of disbelief purposes that they would get absolutely worked. Mm, I mean, I, I like it's not a shoot, so don't get me yeah. wrong, but I don't know. You know what I think of Lucha House Party, man? That I can't make me unsee the burial that I've witnessed for two years now. Yeah. I mean, I liked MVP uh, shouting instructions, coaching, motivating tonight during the match was good. I liked that the yes. Hurt Business won. Uh, Riddle got that cheap shot on Lashley after. Um, but I'm kind of in favor of Riddle just getting beat up every week. I'm not hating it. Justin? I like Matt Riddle, the character. I don't really know what I've yeah. You like the character, really? Because we're talking about the actual, like, of course we're talking about the character. No, no, but my point is that, like, the issue I have with Matt Riddle, I like as a person, whatever, it's like the character. I get that he was in MMA. I get that he's an actual right. athlete. I get that he's talented and go in the ring, but just okay. this character, like, just, like, I, I just, like, cringe. Because like, it's like, horrible. What do you mean? Of course you do. So that's why when Justin says he likes the character, well, I'm just well, like, oh. well, I mean, like, I, I enjoyed him in NXT. I enjoy him. I, once again, another story. Go from NXT to Raw or SmackDown. Vince has an interpretation of you. True. Ha-ha, that's the, fair. The guy that kicks the flip flops. <laughs> like, that's fair. You know, but I. No, like, no, that's a fair. That, that's very fair to throw him in that same category of guys that girls that have been effed over and getting messed with instead of just letting them do what they did on NXT that made them successful. I agree. Matt's one of them. Um, oh, Terry Allen Jr. saying about the cameras, it's depth of field. That's what makes the background a blur. Thank you, Terry. Um, so, after this pre-recorded message from Drew McIntyre, uh, he's still out with COVID or his uh, COVID test. We don't know if he's uh, uh, symptomatic or not. Um, but do you think it's weird Matt, Justin, that they're like announcing, oh, he's going to be back next week with Goldberg. Like, I don't know. I, I've, I've, that, that who's going to be back in a week with Goldberg? Drew, right? Drew's going to be next week on Monday Night Raw, back on Monday Night Raw. Okay. Why is that I don't weird? know. Well, because, I mean, they tell you this about any sort of illness. Like, oh, but he, he, oh, that's right, because of Drew and his virus. I'm well, so stupid. He, I'm well, sorry. He, te he tested positive from today, from today, Monday, uh, the 18th. He tested positive eight days ago. So by the following Monday, I mean he he, yes. he beats the two week thing, and I mean I'm sure pending he tests spot, uh, negative. negative. What happens yeah. if he doesn't? Right. Well, yeah, if he doesn't, then they they call an audible. But you know. Yeah, I just it just seems odd, optimistic. Um, and I would say that about any else. I would tell that with someone that had food poisoning, like a week maybe, but we don't know for sure. And which, um, and which I would, no, I we wouldn't care as much. Yeah, okay, maybe not food poisoning, but with anything. And I just want to say this, you know, uh, cheap plug, but there's a purpose. You know, every Friday I'm doing Busted Open with Mark Henry, Dave LaGreca, and Mark and I were talking about this uh, just recently because Mark has been there at these raw tapings. Like, uh, aside from the testing and and the pro those basic protocols and temperature, like he's talking about 
they have the the filters through the through the air that's filtering the air and and they're doing, there's all kinds of things at the hotel at the at the venue that they are doing to try to make this as safe as an environment which i don't think is getting enough public no they're not uh, they're not i've had friends that 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 have done extra work there that even they get broken down into their own tent outside of the yeah. damn place um they they do do a ton of precautions you're absolutely right and it's people, not talked about yeah people are talking so i just again it was a cheap plug for me but but mark was saying and he's obviously a credible source so like yeah i know people no, can say dude, oh there's a risk like rick flair's back on tv it's a risk he's in the 70s but right, they right. are using their financial resources and their whatever to so try like, to give them the best opportunity possible yes. to not get this crap yeah you're right um, no, that makes sense. Uh, Frank Aguilera, four ninety nine, with all these dated eighties references. This is truly the review podcast for divorced forty year old truckers. Revealing some stuff about yourself there, Frank. Uh, but thank you for your super chat. Um, <laughs> so uh, Jeff Hardy versus Jackson Riker. They were teasing uh, some uh, some tension between Jeff Hardy and Jackson, uh, Jeff Hardy oh, or between uh, Jackson and Elias. Pardon me. Uh, Jeff Hardy won by DQ, uh, tonight. I mean, uh, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Jeff Hardy fans don't even care, which is impossible. I think Jeff Hardy doesn't everything. even care because they care about everything Jeff does. Normally they don't care about this either. Uh, uh let's talk about this main event. Oscar versus Alexa bliss. Uh, channel event. main event, Glenn women. No, absolutely. And, and Alexa, I've talked to, I've wanted Alexa. I've wanted dark Alexa to take on Oscar for months now. Uh, it was great. She got the win. It was great. She no sold. Um, she yep. no sold all of Oscar's offense. Magic uh, powers. Yeah, exactly. Uh, she was, uh, channeling Bray and doing some of his moves, yep. doing sister Abigail. Um, there was weird with her mouthing the like uh let me in thing at the end but i really like this uh, yeah what were the I'll other big moments that stuck out to you tonight dude that at the end okay you're right that was a little weird but fine i'll take it because of what we got everything else before it um loved her i've been saying now for months she needs to be like i know it sounds so corny but what i say wizardry or wizardly um, additionally, <laughs> super powerly. I'm making up words here. Supernatural. But supernatural. Like she has to have supernatural powers. She needs to be like Undertaker style. And oh, come on, Matt. How she could just go from an ordinary person to this all of a sudden? I don't care. I've wanted it. I got it. And I was happy to see her in the no selling part of this doing just that. Um, I like it. I, li- I like the entire thing. And Asuka, again, you know what? For. For a talent that does nothing but speak Japanese mainly the entire time she talks, dude, you know what she is thinking. She is so good at pantomiming. She did a great job of being like, what the freak am I against? You know what I mean? Just her her body language. Like, seriously, she doesn't get enough credit on that. She only gets all the credit in the world on being this five-star stud-ass wrestler that she is, right? But she's also very, very effective on getting other talents over as well as I'll argue promos even, even though she's out, even in the ring, just, just sitting out there spitting nothing, but you know, uh, uh, Japanese, you still know what she's, what she's saying. If that makes sense, you know what she's getting at. 
And she did. It was very important because she did a great job of playing off of her tonight, and that plays a bigger part in getting Alexa even more over because this was a badass Alexa beat tonight. This was a great win for Alexa, but here's what this main event was. They are taking advantage once again of having a closed set. There's yes. no live fans. So yes. they're able to they're able to pull off the parlor tricks of Alexa yes. doing a match with uh Asuka. Uh you know, Alaska uh, excuse me, Alexa comes back. They come back from we we teased a break. It's the shutdown sounds and lights like a fiend's coming. We come back. Right. Alexa's there, black makeup. She ends up getting the victory. And then, snap of a finger, parlor, you know, movie trick. She's right. back to being normal, Alexa. So what? No, this is great. What I'm saying oh, is, this was a great use of, again, they have the advantage of no fans. So they can right. pre record okay. stuff. The same way they did Alexis fireball to Randy Orton. We yes. say it's the best fireball. Yeah, because they got to freaking do it in a million takes and they got to control the environment. Yeah. This is this is one of the few things that's nice about this effing virus situation is that they're in a closed set, they can pre-tape things and they can get it perfect. And yeah. this is a, a great example. And now we're on the hook. You know, she's possessed by yep. let me in by the fiend's voice. And we're going to rumble. This was a good ending. Raw was long. It's always freaking long. Three hours is too long for every week. But there were high points, and this was a high point. And and I'm I'm all for it. Glad you're muted. This was a great way to end the show. It's fantastic. Uh Gringo $3 pointing out Ric Flair almost died last year. He shouldn't be there. I mean, Ric Flair is going to do what Ric Flair is going to do. He's this yeah, is no, not offense, no offense, Gringo. He's a grown ass man, and I yeah. think he can, him and his family can make that decision. Not to mention, if you're Ric Flair in your 70s and you live through the 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 hard traveling road that he did you're just you're naturally going to build up an immune of like i'm going to do this like you're yeah not I mean, gonna... <clears throat> look i mean we've we've all got family members i'm sure and friends and people that are i'm not a fan i'm just not a fan in general i mean no disrespect to the, the kid that wrote that or the guy that wrote yeah, that yeah. but in general I, in, in life in society in this country i'm just not a fan of people uh, being the long arm of the law on what people should or shouldn't be doing. I, I'm just not. Hmm. We're all responsible adults. People can make up their own decisions based on the facts we have from the CDC on how to not get this virus. On that note, what's going on with Mark Henry and Ryback? All right, last thing here. <laughs> there is no way I'm ever going to recite this word for word. Go to Wrestling Inc. We have everything. I'll give you the cliff notes. I'll give you the spark notes if you got to write a book report. Here it is. The Fox on WWE Twitter account last Friday had, you know, talked about like, you know, put out a tweet about, you know, dream matches for championships. Ryback, who's very outspoken on social media, said, oh, championships and wrestling, it's all a prop and it doesn't mean anything, blah, blah, blah. Well, then Mr. Mark Henry, he responds and he's like, you know what? Like Ryback, no, like you're, yeah, it's predetermined, but it still means that like you work to a certain point. And you, yes, you were given 
deal. It's a crowding achievement. The company believes in you. You're the hood ornament of the company. That's a big deal, whether it's a not a real championship, whatever you want to make fun of it as a prop. I'm sorry. It's a major honor. Exactly. Yeah. Now, mind you, most of these Ryback tweets that I am paraphrasing have yeah. since been deleted. Oh, again, go to Wrestling Inc. They can give you precise. I'm giving the cliff notes because it is time for us to get out of here in a minute. All right. Okay. So that happens. So then Ryback's like, uh, you know, Ryback then goes back and is like, you know what? Mark Henry, uh, I, you know, of course, they had a WrestleMania match. And Ryback even cites that at the WrestleMania match. If I think it was Mania 29, if my history remembers right. He says, oh, Mark Henry, he was a taking a nap in gorilla before a match and this agent even said look at this fat piece of shit and you got to work with him and ryback says john cena even said oh you don't i don't want to work with mark henry live events just slamming mark so then mark comes back on busted open that he's on uh regularly and mark says first off uh it's like a long known thing i take some naps it's just what it is, but like, I, I, I'm still ready to work. I, I just, it's what's part of yes. my routine. And oh, by the way, you outed John Cena for his comments. Name the agent who called me a PFAS uh, or a, a, a piece of fat, a piece of shit. I will gladly like to reach out to them. Um, just really kind of going back and forth debunking here. And the big quote from Mark Henry today was, I'll take a nap every day and I'm still better than that mother effer. So Ryback and, and, and Matt multi-time Mark, champ, right? Did it Mark win the championship more than once? Or am yes, I making that up? No, he did. He did. So th that's the kind of the, the, that's, that's what's going on here. And again, full transparency. I, I said it and I'll, 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 cause I know that somebody in the comments are going to say this. I'm on Fridays every week. Mark, I text Mark Henry on, on busted open on a series. I texted Mark earlier saying, Hey, I'm going to talk about this tonight. And Mark just simply said, I've said what I'm going to say. I'm not going to waste any more time with it. So go ahead and, and read what you want to read. But, you know, Ryback, who uh, has been uh, many headlines for his comments. Um, yeah. You know, and Ryback made a threat. He made a threat, a physical threat to, to, you know, to Mark Henry. Like at first he was like, oh, I feel bad that Mark's being a puppet to WWE. I would break Mark. And then Mark came back at him saying, you know, really? I'm I might be, yeah, Mark came back and said, I might be 50 years old, but I'm still more of a man than most men want to ever deal with. Uh, so he, he said, wait, time out. Ryback said, like, he could take, he could take Mark Henry. Yes, he did. So, yeah. okay, Mark's a little bit older. I will say that. But with that said, dude, I've watched the man bend steel. Yeah. It's not a work. And just because he's a big, fun-loving guy that loves to make people smile, loves to – he's always in a great mood. He's a guy you want in a locker room. And I was with him in OVW when it was – Mark was always getting was getting hurt a lot, I believe I remember. Like, was the down – like, what people would talk smack about Mark. But, you know, about, you know, oh, he's down here again because he got hurt. Oh, blah, blah, blah. you know, something negative, right? Hmm. And – once he started to get back up there again on TV and he started to get his run, dude, there wasn't one of us that wasn't cheering him on because that's the dude that everybody loves. That's the dude you want to see succeed. And Mark wasn't lazy by any stretch of the imagination. Mark would drive me. I never forget this. Mark drove me in his Porsche Cayenne. I remember showing off to my friends oh, yeah. back home on my, on my cell phone. I was so like, 
so like um, not amazed what's the word uh, impressed by this i guess i don't know marking out it's like my first month in ovw and he's driving me to a house show in bumfuck indiana that mark henry was making a, a lot of money at this time couldn't afford to get hurt again and what's he doing he's driving the rookie I should have been driving Mark Henry, just to be clear. But Mark was cooler than hell saying, don't waste your gas money on this. I got you. And drive me. Talk to me the whole way there, what I got to do to work like a big guy and helping me. And then gets in the ring and wrestles me on this house show. I mean, he doesn't have to do any of that. He could have told Jim Cornette and company, I ain't wrestling Matt Morgan. He's greener than goose shit and he's going to injure me. No. And he didn't do that. Uh, Mark's a good dude, man. Yeah. Yeah. And one last note. Um, and that's a great story, Matt. One last note. Uh, latest. This, I don't know if this has been on Wrestling Inc. yet. Uh, Chris Jericho chimed in on Twitter. And I'm reading Chris's tweet here. Uh, tweet here. He said, For the record, Mark Henry is a great worker, a true gentleman, and a strong as fuck for reals. Yep. He also for made, reals is right. He also made all the towns and ate all the crow for years until he figured out the shit. Until he figured the shit out and became yep. a true main event star for yep. WWE. He Amen, also, Chris Jericho. He also attacked me in a, in a hotel room once, Gur. So, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, just again. I, Perfectly I, put. Because yeah. it was toward Mark's end of career when he finally got, you know, he did figure so much of this out, became one of the best heels. Go back to his promo when he faked retirement. There was not a wrestling fan in America or this world that did not bite on that. Oh, Look even though, with, with the salmon jacket with with, with John yeah, Cena yep. and the internet rumors. Yep. Yeah, hook, line, and sinker. And again, uh, I my only experience with Mark is recently on a this kind of situation. Obviously, Matt, you have great insight from riding in a car. It, it just seems, and I know, you know, it just seems Ryback saying what he wants to say, you're entitled to your opinion, but yeah, everyone's entitled to say what they want. But, 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 but when, when Ryback's, tw- when Ryback's tweeting stuff, which he's then deleting. Sure. And then, and then Mark the coming back and giving a, a fulfilled answer to man. Yeah. It just, I feel bad for Mark though. Honestly, Mark is such a good dude. I don't want to hear like people talk smack about him hurting his feelings like that. That sucks. Yeah, it's. I know that, well, that sounds. Well, you know, I'll say makes, this. I'll say this. Yeah. The one, what, the last line that Mark texted me earlier was, "My feelings ain't hurt." Oh, good. <laughs> I feel better. Okay, good. He said, "My feelings ain't hurt." <laughs> so let's just leave. He's it dude, up. he's such a good dude. He's the guy that gets everybody's energy up and wants you to smile, wants you to be happy. You're in the middle of a damn two week, two and a half week tour overseas. You want to just end it. You you just you're so just out of your head at this point. Yeah. And Mark's one of those guys that has a big smile on his face, happy to be here, um, and we'll talk to you about something that has nothing to do with wrestling to get you out of your head. I mean, dude, he's just I can't say enough good things about the guy. He's a good dude. No, he's very well regarded. Um, well, this has been great. So, uh, Justin, great to do this with you again. Yes. It's been a while. Yes. Soon. Soon Fridays, hopefully, maybe Mondays. Yes. We'll see. I know we got Alfred in the mix as well. Uh, so everyone, uh, coming up here in like four minutes, Matt Morgan and I are going to jump over to the Stereo app for yeah. the after show, as it were. Uh, go to bit.ly slash 
after show 118 or you can check out the link that's on my twitter or matt's twitter uh sign up for the stereo app and you, you can ask us voice messages uh record audio files to ask us questions during the show and now even if you're listening to this later you can still go to this link and you can listen to the show on demand we greatly appreciate your support stereo is coming on as a sponsor of this podcast and we're going to be doing this uh, additional content weekly matt and myself on monday nights um and yeah, check it out. We'll be over there in a few minutes. So download the app now, get all signed up, and uh, we'll catch you on the after show. And then Justin and Matt will be back this Wednesday to cover AEW and NXT. So until next time, we'll catch you back here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care, everyone. Bye. Hashtag. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.